Hello and welcome to the Music Works podcast. I'm Katie Beardsworth, director and founder of Polyphony Arts, and today I'm delighted to welcome Canadian singer Eleanor McCain. Her latest album, I Can See Hope From Here, a celebration of Canadian music, was released on September the 24th, 2021, to offer hope after the difficult weeks and months of the COVID pandemic. The album provides a fresh take on 14 favourite tracks from McCain's hugely successful True North, The Canadian Songbook, a double album which she produced along with a spectacular coffee table book featuring Canadian landscapes to celebrate Canada's 150th birthday in 2017. Eleanor acted as executive producer and she describes her motivation behind the project. The honest emotion and powerful spirit of Canadian music has always inspired me, especially now as we begin to emerge from a very dark and uncertain time. Stay with us to hear more about the genesis of the album and also how it will benefit the Unison Fund, Canada's music industry charity, which provides counselling and emergency services to the Canadian music community. But first, here's a message from our sponsor. Music Works is generously supported by Alliance Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer. Alliance offer a team of music experts who understand musicians' needs and lifestyles, especially helpful during the strange times we're in. You can get cover for all types of instruments and musical equipment with protection against accidental damage, loss, theft and more. And, unlike home insurance, there's no excess to pay on instrument or accessory claims. At the moment, Allianz have a special online offer with two months free cover. Not only that, every Allianz music policy now includes free legal assistance and support, so you can protect yourself both as a musician and in your personal life. Find out more at alliancemusic.co.uk Allianz, serving the music community since 1960, Proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. So now let's go over to the Music Works studio where Eleanor is waiting to speak to us. Welcome, Eleanor. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. So today um, we are joined by Eleanor McCain, singer and executive producer of the project I Can See Hope From Here. Um, which I'm dying to to share with you all. So um, without further ado, Eleanor, please do tell us about the project. Well, this project um, is actually, uh, I Can See Hope From Here, is an abridged version of a project that I did in 2017 in honour of um, Canada's uh, 150th birthday. We're just little babes in the woods and um, in, our, in our nation's history. Um, but um, it was called True North, the Canadian Songbook. And... I, I really only released the album originally in Canada, so I had a desire to expand it, you know, through cross borders. And a lot of the music, I, as I thought about it, uh, especially during the pandemic, really sort of lent itself to just a lot of healing, which I think a lot of us are going through in the last couple of years. And it just, it's the kind of album and the music brings a lot of solace and peace and comfort, I think. And, and so I wanted to share that, especially the title track, I Can See Hope From Here, which is an, the only original song. All the other songs are iconic Canadian uh, songs. And so the original, the title track is actually um, an original song written by the producer, Don Brightup and his brother, Jeff. So I really wanted to share something to just bring solace to people in the, in the, um, during the pandemic and uh, in order to, you know, share it with people outside of Canada. 
Oh, and what a perfect combination of um, iconic songs and a, and a new a new work. And this is not a question I've ever asked any uh, on the podcast before, but how many symphony orchestras were involved in this project? <laughs> well, it's a, it's it was actually one of the one of the cornerstones of this of the of the idea when I when I thought about this way back in 2014. Uh, the original project has ten, and seven are featured on this particular uh, abridged version. So. So you decided um, to downscale for the, for the... <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit, just a little bit, but it, it was, it was really key for me because I had been working with orchestras in recent years for pops concerts and, and, and I'd worked with some amazing arrangers as well, who really brought some amazing music to life in a different way, reimagined it. And so when I was thinking about celebrating Canadian music and I just thought, you know, orchestras, you know, everybody, orchestras are trying to sort of find their way and trying to find a new way to, to be, you know, relevant in today's, you know, today's era. And, and so I really wanted to showcase what Canadian orchestras can do as well. And how do you choose just one when you're show, when you're celebrating Canada's 150th birthday? So why not go coast to coast? <laughs> so we did literally from, from uh, Newfoundland, St. John's Newfoundland to Victoria, BC. So uh, 10 orchestras in between and seven, as you say, are featured on this abridged version of I Can See Hope From Here. I just love that. So, I mean, it just sounds so simple when you say, I mean, why, why just limit yourself to one orchestra when, you know. <laughs> it's very daunting, though, because it was, uh, you know, as you're sort of alluding to. Um, <laughs> I spent a year thinking about this project because of the logistics of recording it. Mm. And um, I work with an amazing uh, engineer, his name's John Bailey. And, you know, once I got the idea out of my head and actually started talking about it, um, and I spoke with Don Brightup, who's the producer, and the three of us just put our heads together. And, and it was great because John said, we can do this, we can handle this. And uh, so that gave me a little bit more confidence. And then we found this amazing man through one of our arrangers, Darren Fung, who'd worked with a great guy named uh, Jeremy Toos. And he actually had... An, um, a mobile recording kit specifically designed for orchestras. I mean, talk about fate and, you know, the stars wow. lining up. <laughs> and yeah. so it just all came together and we're like, oh gosh, you know, you really are meant to do this. And uh, Yeah, because and you just, don't just come across people with that, you know, no, regularly, no. do you? <laughs> no, and in some of these areas, these regions, they didn't have, you know, recording studios big enough for orchestras. So we really mm -hmm. had to have a mobile kit to record in their own venues. And and then even then there's an engineering feat in that too, in the sense that you oh, have yeah. to blend all the mixing according to different mm -hmm. venues as well. So it wasn't easy, but we worked with amazing people and, and it was just an extraordinary project from that point of view. That's so interesting. Um, I'm going to stay with the orchestra thing for a minute just because I really want to sure. get my head around it. <laughs> okay, so seven orchestras, are they all playing the same music? Because it sounds as though you recorded them in, in situ so you didn't get all seven of them together in one space no no they yeah. they were all recording so we recorded them all in their own venue except for yeah. um the vancouver symphony we recorded at the C, uh, cbc recording studio there it was um so mm -hmm. they sort of transplanted there um so they recorded in their own venues again with uh jeremy Toos doing them in his with his in his team mm -hmm. um and then John just was able to, I'm not an engineer, so I can't really describe it, but <laughs> he was able to create a sound so that it was, so that it sounded like it was very seamless. Mm. But then, you know, when you talk about the multiples, just to segue into the arrangers, um, there were 14 different arrangers uh, um, across, you know, in the original project. I have to think about what they, how many in the, in the I can see hope from here, but 
Um, there are multiple mm. arrangers there as well. And so we always remark that, you know, each one brought their own style and yet they all seem to really work well together. It's, it was really quite remarkable how they all came together. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just incredible. It's such an ing- amazing example of, of scale of project that's, um, yeah. you know, as, you know, temporary anyone... insanity. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, it's very easy for me sitting here having done none of the work to be like, well, well done you. That's wonderful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Um, it was just, it was daunting but at the same time it was like mm. there was just something that that compelled me like I, I literally literally thought about it for a year and then I just mm. felt like if I don't do this you know I'm really going to regret this I just loved the collaboration aspect of bringing all kinds of Canadian music musicians arrangers and there was a coffee table book that went with the original project but so it was it was just I have such a I'm such a proud Canadian that that's really what was driving the whole thing and the mm. collaboration. It was so much fun. It was a lot of work and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, so can you tell us about, um, I can see hope from here, the, uh, the new track. The, new, the single? Yeah. yeah. The single. So one of the things mm. um, uh, when I, when I reached out to Don Brightup, who's actually um, his mom and my mom actually are our best friends. So it's kind of neat that, oh. That are, we, but we'd never worked together. We'd always, you know, known of each other and, and we, we sort of hadn't really worked together before, but I just thought, you know, he's got this scope of, you know, expertise. And I thought he would be perfect for this project because there are several different genres and et cetera, et cetera. But he and his brother, Jeff Brightup are amazing songwriters. And so I said, look, this is going to be a project of, of iconic classic, you know, classic uh, Canadian songs and pop, jazz, folk. But I said, I really would love it if you guys could write something original for this album, the one original piece. So they wrote um, this song and actually I was going through some some personal stuff at the time. And so it was really, it really came out of that experience. And as they have a third brother, his name is Ross, and they all gather as a family in uh, Georgian Bay, which is a famous area here in Ontario, and, and uh, uh, a lake, you know, or a, a collection of islands in Georgian Bay. Anyway, his family go there um, in the summer a lot, and so they were all gathered as a family. And Ross got up one morning with his cup of coffee, and he looked out at one of the islands far off in the distance, and he said, "I can see hope from here." <laughs> Oh, and no. so Don said, and so it kind of went, you know, goes with the iconic or the, the you know, the geographical reference as yeah. well, which is really important for the project. But as Don said, it really, really referenced something that I was going through at the time. So he wrote the song. Um, it's stunning. I love their songwriting. Um, but we didn't end up really showcasing it on its own at the time. And so when we were re- contemplating this release and, you know, doing something outside of Canada and, um, we really, I, I looked back at the song and all of a sudden during the can- pandemic, it actually took on a completely different meaning. So what may have been deeply personal now, when you read the, listen to the words and you take it in, it's like, oh my goodness, like this is, I get chills about it. Like it just really resonates with what a lot of us have gone through during this time. And, and so it's just, it's, it's, it was like, oh my goodness, this has to be the title of the song. And then it ties in with the charity that we're working with, which is the Unison Fund in Canada. Uh, you know, as you know, musicians have been, I mean, the arts have been kind of decimated in many ways. Yeah. Sadly, a lot of musicians are really, you know, in need. And there's a fund in Canada called the Unison Fund that 
that really supports musicians when when they you know for if they have um, they need emotional support for mental health or physical you know um, health support and and so they've been around for many years but this year there you know the need grew exponentially and so they actually have a specific covid fund and and so the 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 proceeds mm-hmm. from this album are going to the unison fund just because it, it just really ties in with the title of the song and the and the purpose behind releasing it which is about you know finding solace i think music has been something we've all turned to you know during this pandemic for you know for healing and for support so anyway that's a long-winded answer but but no, um no. it's a yeah very special song very special i i love the um when you said about something deeply personal going to being something more universal there's been such yes. a lot of examples of um of art and music that can can be that and words and poems that have taken on new meaning um completely yeah I'm sure it's something that we can all relate to yes um, <laughs> well in a sense I think it's one of the uh, oddly good things to come out of the pandemic is a general understanding better of how of how everyone tends to be wellness wise day to day um I think that the, the in my experience, entirely false expectation that everyone's basically fine unless they say otherwise uh, has, yeah. been, has been completely undermined <laughs> by the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's no, very it's powerful. true. I think that I this, yeah. uh, the pandemic has definitely made people stop and really reevaluate. It's obviously there, the, you know, the first, first and foremost, it's, it's, you know, everyone's health and, and the economic situation that's really impacted everybody. And it's really, it's it's remarkable to see how many people have really re-examined their lives and mm. yeah, in a different way. And it's it's had a serious impact on everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it really has, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing this amazing music with us. Have you got anything coming up on the cards? What's your, you know, now that this is out? <laughs> <laughs> Um, What's your, well, how many symphony orchestras will the next? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's been a conversation about actually going completely the opposite and doing something completely unplugged, but um, <laughs> doing the exact opposite. Um, That's really the only I way you can go at this point. Yeah, it's well, it it, it is well. Look, there, I I end up having lots of ideas in my head um, about things that where I could go. One of the things, which is it's it's not necessarily uh, about a recording project yet. I have some ideas, but um, I, I'm not performing right now, given the pandemic, and you know I'm I'm a little more cautious about that. Um, I'm hoping that will sort of start to reemerge maybe by next summer. Um, but um, there's another project that I'm working on in, in uh, Eastern Canada, which is, is I'm hoping to bring, it's um, my husband and I have, have uh, ventured into this uh, t- uh, iconic, actually more iconic um, Canadian imagery here, uh, Peggy's Cove, mm-hmm. which is a lighthouse. It's an area in Nova Scotia. And so we've purchased some buildings to revitalize them. And one of the aspects of that is to bring music and art into, the, into this fishing village, which is uh, very iconic in Canada. So. Be, oh, uh, be approaching music but in a slightly different way <laughs> yeah oh how exciting yeah yeah brilliant oh that sounds absolutely fantastic yeah come right. sit oh, <laughs> we will yes uh, <laughs> absolutely it's a short trip across the pond I mean just a hop you know and there are no kind of like there are no tricky travel implications at the minute no so, you know. no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one day though one day come and visit yeah. Canada is beautiful 
absolutely I've never been to Canada but I've, I've oh, always no? been really um, no well, and it's always been something I went somewhere I've wanted to visit well that's yeah. the thing that's what's really what's really inspired me uh, for the original project True North and that's why there's a coffee table book that goes with it the original mm-hmm. one um, and we wanted to, that's why we, we didn't do it for this. We didn't release the whole project with some idea. It's a little too daunting if we're doing it outside Canada, let's just start small. But the original project, um, when I was thinking about what songs would I record, um, I kept seeing almost like this movie in my head of the Canadian landscape at the same time. And I just thought, gosh, I just really want to showcase how beautiful Canada is for people you know we're so as a country we're so unassuming we're very modest you know we're always apologizing we're always like you know very polite and so we we don't tend to celebrate our own relate <laughs> we do not celebrate our own really very well at all in fact mm-hmm. I've, so many reactions i've had have been centered around i didn't know that was by a canadian and songwriter and i get that a lot but mm. going back to the imagery as you said you've never visited um so there are so many amazingly beautiful, like majestic, breathtaking places in Canada. You, you have to take it by little chunks, you know, like you, mm. you, couldn't, you couldn't do it all at once, obviously. But that's what this coffee table book was really about, was just to share the beauty of this country along with the music. Mm, absolutely. It's so worth doing, isn't it? You know, one of the that's... things, I'm sorry, I'm going to go on and on, but no, one no, of the, okay. one, there's so many, so many landscapes that I could talk about. Um, but one that was really intriguing um, because we we ended up, part of the book was I worked with a man who is a wonderful portrait photographer. And he, when I told him about this coffee table book idea, he said, he said um, uh, he would help me edit it, like try to find some photographers. And so there are like 22 different photographers who contributed to this book. But I said, well, you have to do what you do best, which is portrait photography. Why don't we take some photographs in some of the most iconic landscapes in Canada? So we did that. And then I, I featured Canadian fashion designers in those photos as well. Anyway, we, one of the stops that we, one of the places, locations we went to was Nunavut, which is the far north. You know, it's above the tree line. Mm-hmm. And it's when we went in April and there was, you know, still obviously completely white. It was the most serene experience to be there in the far north and it was really stunning so I still think about it it's very breathtaking so very fortunate to have done that so there you go it's on your bucket list you have to come it is yeah it's firmly firmly (laughs) on the bucket list thank you oh it's been absolutely lovely to hear this it's put me in a really kind of serene well-nourished state of mind to talk about this wonderful project and this wonderful country thank you so much for coming and talking about that it's so wonderful well, thank you for uh, for speaking with me. It was really a pleasure to talk to you. It's been so moving and inspiring to hear about this project and all the love and thought that has got into it and logistics. <laughs> <laughs> I Can See Hope From Here is the perfect title for all of us working in the performing arts who have had to endure so much over the last 21 months. So to listeners, to find out more about Eleanor and her music, you can go to www.eleanormccain.ca where you can also order or stream the album. Canadian music deserves to be more widely heard, and this is the ideal introduction for those of you who are not already familiar with this wonderful body of work. Best of luck with the project, Eleanor, and we'll be watching this with great interest. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Music Works podcast. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please subscribe, check out our other great episodes and even better, leave us a review. 
You can also sign up to our mailing list at www.polyphonyarts.com forward slash mailing dash list for updates and news about what Polyphony Arts is up to for all you classical music folk out there. You can find more information in the show notes as well. Meanwhile, I'm Katie Beardsworth and I look forward to sharing with you the next great episode of Music Works. Music Works is generously supported by Alliance Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer. Alliance Music Insurance, serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. Music Works is a Polyphony Arts production. Thank you for listening. Thank you.